Welcome to this episode of the Homestead Journey Podcast, 5-Minute Fridays, your weekly dose of information, inspiration, and motivation. Now, here's your host, Brian Wells. Thank you, Bonnie, and welcome everyone to another episode of 5-Minute Fridays. Today, we are talking jams and jellies, two of my absolute favorite things to can and make here in our kitchen on the homestead. Now, this is the time of the year when I start digging my canning gear out of storage. I do not can year-round, usually around the end of November, first part of December. I put all of my canning gear into storage. Now, this time of the year here in beautiful upstate New York, we're kind of at the tail end of rhubarb season. And in a couple of weeks, strawberry season will be underway. And then we'll be rolling right on into blueberry season. And it's just that time of the year where I start my canning season. And I always start it by making jams and jellies. And for some people, starting their canning career begins by making jams and jellies. That's where a lot of people kind of get started. You might say that just like chickens are the gateway drug to farming, for many people, making jams and jellies is the gateway drug to home food preservation. And there's a reason for that. Making jams and jellies is relatively easy. Many recipes only require three ingredients, fruit, sugar, and pectin, and you don't need a lot of fancy equipment to get started. In fact, besides buying the jars, lids, and rings, and a lot of times you can buy them all together, you don't need anything other than what you probably already have in your kitchen. As long as you have a stock pot that is deep enough so that the jars are covered by at least an inch of water. You've got what you need. There's no need to go out and buy a hot water bath canner and certainly no need for you to go out and buy a fancy pressure canner. So again, to make jams and jellies, all you generally need are three ingredients, fruit, pectin, and sugar. And so to get started, the easiest thing to do, what I recommend people do is go to the grocery store and find a box of sure gel pectin. In that box of sure gel pectin is going to be a recipe. That recipe is going to detail to you exactly how much fruit you need, exactly how much sugar you need, and then you will probably need to use the entire packet of pectin. Now, there are some people who might feel like it's a lot of sugar in the regular recipe, and they're probably correct. There is a low sugar version. But other than that, do not tweak the recipe. Don't hold back on the sugar. Don't mess around with pectin amounts. Don't mess around with the fruit amounts. When you're first starting to make jams and jelly, follow the recipes to a T. If you do that, you are going to have a great chance of success. Making jams and jellies is something that is fairly easy. It is something that is a lot of fun and you end up with a very tasty product, but it is very, very safe. Now, some people, when they go to do it for the first time, they don't always get the timing quite right. And sometimes they end up with jams and jellies that don't necessarily set up correctly. They might be a little bit on the runny side. If that happens to you, don't panic. You can use that runny jam and jelly as kind of a fruit syrup. You can use it on crepes. You can use it on uh, French toast, on waffles, on pancakes, and even over ice cream. It's not that big of a deal. So give it a try. If you're somebody who's on the fence about giving canning a try, this is something that is very, very easy to do. It's something that's very, very safe to do. It's something that's a lot of fun to do. 
And my goodness, the end result is extremely tasty. All right, folks, this week's journey quote of the week is life is a journey. When we stop, things don't go right. And that comes from Pope Francis. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I will see you here next week on 5-Minute Fridays. Brian can be reached by emailing him at brian at thehomesteadjourney.net or by contacting him via our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support this podcast, we invite you to become a member of the Supporting Listeners Program. For $10 a month or $100 per year, you will receive access to a community of like-minded individuals via a private Facebook group, at least one monthly live Q&A with Brian, the opportunity to participate in live recordings of the podcast, access to an ever-expanding library of helpful homesteading content, and so much more. Head on over to support.thehomesteadjourney.net for more information and to sign up today. As always, the music on this episode was provided by audionautics.com. So a big shout out to them. And until next time, everybody, keep up the good work.